I wanna talk to you. I wanna talk to you. Just break. Yes. Welcome back to Rock Talks Radio. Rock Talks Radio is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury and WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. Boston's community radio station. I'm your host for Rock Talks Radio. My name is Harry Harding. I have the privilege of being the Vice President of Innovation and Strategic Partnerships for Children's Services of Roxbury and uh, the host of Rock Talks Radio. And um, it is always a pleasure to be able to enjoy this hosting this platform in this forum. And uh, I thank you for listening. You know, the fact that you are listening to Rock Talks Radio is truly a blessing. Truly appreciate you for tuning in. And again, thank you for supporting Rock Talks Radio and Children's Services of Roxbury. So today uh, we have no guests in the studio. Uh, and that's okay because uh, there is one person uh, throughout these series of interviews and Rocks Talks Radio that we have not had a chance to learn more about. Uh, and that will be me, <laughs> the host of this show. And I get, again, the, the, the extraordinary privilege and opportunity to talk to uh, members of the CSR family and those who are served by CSR um, daily. But, you know, on this platform, again, I get a chance to interview uh, those who are making an impact in the community, those who are part of the Children's Services of Roxbury family as staff and uh, supporters. And you've met some of our, you know, you've met a, a number of, of of our family members throughout listening to Rocks Talks Radio. And, um, you know, I haven't had a chance to actually tell you more about myself, you know, my own journey, how I was able to get to where I am at Children's Services of Roxbury, the fortune, the good fortune that I've had to be able to be a part of uh, an amazing organization uh, now for well over 13 years and um, again come to the point of being able to uh, not only uh, serve the agency which in turn serves the community uh, in in many ways um, but also again have the privilege to uh, be a part of um, efforts like this from Rocks Talks Radio and you know overseeing some of the the programming including the very spectacular youth programs uh, that we have, uh, namely Youth Purpose and Partnership, YPP, who if you haven't had a chance to tune in or know about our other radio broadcast of the VIP show, Voices in Progress, again, I encourage you to also take a listen to that. And you can find out about all of the different programs and services and different things that are happening at Children's Services at Roxbury. And when I tell you it's a lot, and when I tell you that's a lot of good things, um, that's no exaggeration there. But if you're interested, you can do that. And find out more at www.csrox.org. Again, that's www.csrox, as an x-ray, .org. For all things CSR, including Rocks Talks, the webinar, and Rocks Talks Radio, the show you're listening to now. So, again, thank you for your continued support. And, um, again, for, for tuning in to this show. Um, so, generally, how I like to uh, open Rocks Talks Radio is, you know, by getting kind of setting the stage, I, I always be, want to be mindful that some of you uh, may have been 
listening for a long time or continue to support. But some of you may just have been tuning in for the first time and have no idea about who Chosen Services of Roxbury is, what Rocks Talks is, the webinar, or what Rocks Talks Radio is. So I always want to be mindful of that and be um, considerate of those who might be tuning in for the first time. Um, so it's important for me to give the context of you know why this platform exists um, and a little bit of overview about Children's Services of Roxbury, the organization. Again, one that I've had the fortunate privilege to be a part of and associated with now for well over a decade. So uh, let's start there because uh, that really is the, the basis for this. Um, Children's Services of Roxbury is a social services nonprofit that has been doing amazing work in the community in a number of capacities for now half a century. I say that again, half a century, more than 50 years. Uh, we're actually celebrating our 50, 50 years of service uh, this year. And it's important to note that that 50 years started under the guise and care of Reverend Richard Richardson and his wife, Justina, who founded this organization, but then under a different name, um, from Roxbury Children's Services. Um, but they really started as not a, uh, uh, really an effort of, of a nonprofit or, or really even with the goal or dream to become as big and large as it is today. But they started it in the basement of their Tewksbury home to serve foster children, particularly foster children, the brown and black foster children who were not receiving both culturally competent service or adequate care. And Reverend Richardson and his wife decided to start their own foster care. They started to become foster parents themselves. And in their own home, in the basement of their own home, they started a foster care in which they were able to serve foster children of color who needed that added support and needed a good home and needed good caring caregivers. And they became that. And I always think that it's important to, no matter what I talk about with Children's Services of Roxbury, or no matter where, you know, where, who I interview or where we go or what we talk about, that I start with that story because it is the foundation, literally the foundation of the organization. It is the beginning and the genesis of the organization. But I hope that it also gives you a very clear sense of where the ethos, where the heart and soul where the, again, the bedrock of this organization lies. And it's, again, it's with the care of two, again, I always use the word stalwarts, but they are truly that. Reverend Richardson and his wife, Justina, who are just truly amazing. Uh, they've been married, I believe, for almost 70 years, if you can believe that. Um, they are both, I believe, in their 90s, both still very spry, still active, um, you know, Reverend Richardson is just now, um, you know, relieving himself of board duties. And in the, in, I mean, and when I tell you still active, I mean, still at meetings, contributing, you know, making decisions, you know, doing the, just just being active, being present. You know, we had a meeting with with the reverend and his wife not too long ago and talking about some of the amazing innovations and and things that are happening with, with Children's Services of Roxbury. I mean, that just still the level of investment is still there 50 years later. And this is no exaggeration. This is absolute fact, still very much dedicated to the, the found the, 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 the very bottom line of why he started, why him and his wife started 
this effort years ago in foster care children and why they continue to serve today with the energy and the, the belief that it's about serving the best for the community. The Reverend truly believes that this is a ministry. He says that all the time. It's not, a, it's not work. It's not a job. Obviously, we know that it's an employer and it's a nonprofit and all those things. But his ultimate point is that to do what Children's Services of Roxbury does and, and, and the, the day-to-day work that him and his wife wanted to start and initiate is a ministry. It's about taking the care of another individual through the grace of God, through the glory of caretaking, through the glory of making sure that another human and another life is being taken care of the way it should be. That is, that is not a poetic, sounds good, so we're going to put it on a flyer type mission. That is this man and his wife's belief to the core. And so it is important to know that that is where the foundation of Children's Services of Roxbury exists, where it starts, where it started, and where it continues to go. And it has grown from just being a foster care in the Tewksbury home of Reverend Richardson and his wife to now having multiple uh, multiple programs, over two dozen programs serving in really five key areas, which still includes foster care, but also includes early education and child childhood care. We have um, a daycare center on site as well as uh, housing, indiv- uh, excuse me, a housing uh, portion in which we serve m- hundreds of families, including shelters um, that we own and manage. And then also a uh, very large commitment to additional uh, family care services beyond foster care, which include adoption and then also youth development. So we have a number of youth development programs. Again, you've heard me on, on the, the VIP show. You've heard young people directly being served by this agency. We have uh, on this program and on this platform, on this station. So that's just one of the youth programs that we run, YPP, Youth Purpose and Partnership. We have several more, which includes Beats, Rhymes, and Life, a phenomenal uh, hip-hop and therapy program that serves teens as well. Uh, They just had their showcase, uh, one of their showcases for the first of 2023. Shout out to BRO. uh, You actually heard Daryl Huggins, who's the director of BRO, on on an earlier previous program of the Rockstalks Radio. We still have that program. I mean, I can, as you can see, I can go on and on about what all the different programs and services. And I do not want to forget, again, I mentioned the five key areas and certainly can't forget behavioral health because our behavioral health department is really our largest uh, representative program and that we serve roughly a thousand families of the 6,000 that we serve are, are um, served by our behavioral health department and the behavioral health department is massive, both in terms of its contribution, but also in terms of its reach and its significance. You know, there are within the behavioral health department alone, there are several branches and resources and support programs for community members and children and families. And so that is a lot to take in. I know if you've been listening for the last several minutes, you've already heard so many things that are happening in this one agency, this one organization. And it's why I'm so, I feel so privileged to be able to be a part of it. It's why I come to you um, regularly on this platform and on these programs to share that with you, because it's important that the, 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 the work that's being done, the, 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 from the, the staff that are doing the work from the founders, Reverend Richardson and his wife to the current CEO, Sandra McCroom, to all the leadership team that exists, 
all the way to the families that are actually being served, the ones that are that 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 are that are uh, receiving the care and support, and those who are bringing their light and their power to Children's Services of Roxbury, the privilege to be able to serve them. The whole range is truly remarkable, and it's that's why this platform is important, so that they all those components can get the proper. Um, light, the proper respect, the proper due credit uh, that that it's worth. I'm going to take a breath for a moment just to remind you again that you're listening to Rocks Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. Rocks Talks Radio is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury. I'm your host, Harry Harding, the Vice President of Innovation and Strategic Partnerships for CSR. I'm going to take a short break, and when I come back, I'm going to tell you more about my particular role at Children's Services of Roxbury, my journey to get to this point, and then when we finish, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, Rocks Talks Radio and why this platform exists. So stay tuned for more Rocks Talks Radio. Turning my pain into purpose is pretty much what I have done to start this foundation. In August 2020, after the death of George Floyd, Bridget Floyd and other family members established the George Floyd Memorial Foundation in support of the black community. It's going to take more than just us as a foundation. It's going to take the community, the world, to make a change. Fight for racial justice for the black community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. This is the Black History Minute brought to you by BNN and WBCALP, honoring the contributions of prominent black figures to the society. Otis Boykin, inventor. Otis Boykin holds 27 patents. The most notable is the electronic control device for guided missiles, IBM computers, and the pacemaker. For more on black excellence, be sure to visit our website at bnnmedia.org and tune in to WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. That depends. Who's asking? Oh, well, sure. Sir, I'm Alexander Hamilton. I'm at your service, sir. I have been looking for you. I'm getting nervous. Sir, I heard your name at Princeton. I was seeking an accelerated course of study. When I got sort of out of sorts with a buddy of yours, I may have punched him. It's a blur. Sir, he handles the financials. You punched the bursar. Yes, I wanted to do what you did, graduate and two, and join the revolution. He looked at me like I was stupid. I'm not stupid. So how'd you do it? How'd you graduate so fast? It was my parents' dying wish before they passed. You're an orphan. Of course, I'm an orphan. God, I wish there was a war. Then we could prove that we're worth more than anyone bargained for. Can I buy you a drink? That would be nice. Welcome talking, back to Rocks Talks Radio. On WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Rock Talks Radio is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury. I'm your host for Rock Talks Radio. My name is Harry Harding. And uh, that, <laughs> if you are a Hamilton fan, you know exactly where that last track comes from. Uh, it comes from the Hamilton soundtrack, Aaron Burr, Sir, is the, the title of that song. Um, Lin-Manuel Lin Miranda is an absolute beast. He's a, and, and I mean, let, me, let me say this. I, was not, I am the last person to talk about musicals. I do not 
like musicals as much as I love music, as much as I love art. Musicals are one of those genres that I just don't have a real strong appreciation for. I'm not going to front. But I also am not going to front in saying that Hamilton is not one of the most brilliant pieces of theatrical musical production ever produced. I mean, that is just straight facts. And I played that because it's a it's a nod both to, again, the brilliance of that artistry, but also a nod to my daughter. Um, and uh, she, I got to tell you, she pushed me and pushed me to to watch Hamilton because she's obsessed with it like a lot of people are, a lot of a lot of young people, a lot of people, young and old, are obsessed with Hamilton. But I remember when the the hoopla Hamilton came out, you know, what was it, 2015, 2016 or so, something like that, and everybody was talking about it. I refused to uh, jump on the bandwagon. I said, I'm not going there. Uh, I do I do not care. And I, I could care less about all the hoopla. <laughs> and uh, my daughter, about uh, when it came on uh, Disney Plus a couple of years ago, whenever that was, she said, Dad, you got to watch this. I said, okay, finally I'll watch it with you. And I got to tell you, this it's a perfect example of why you should never be closed-minded, why you should always um, you know, be open to new experiences and not be so dogmatic in your, in your thinking. Because I watched this performance and this production and I said, wow, I get it now. I get why there was all the craziness and the hoopla. Because again, it's just, it's extraordinarily brilliant both in terms of right in the writing, the the theatrics, all of it. It's just an extraordinary production. So I did not mean to spend several minutes talking about Hamilton, but I had to do that to give it the proper credit because it is also part of who I am and meaning my fatherhood. And it's it's another reason why I'm so appreciative of Children's Services of Roxbury as an organization and what it stands for because the preservation and the um, celebration of fatherhood and and motherhood and caregiving and family and children is, again, exactly why Children's Services of Roxbury exists. Um, and as a father, as someone who knows the importance of what it means to wake up every day and want to live a life that is representative of, or let me let me say it this way, a life that is dedicated to making sure that my daughter is well-supported, is cared for, and also lives in a world and locally in a community that is safe, that is filled with community members and adults and other children and families who are cared for and feel cared for. And she's safe. She's comforted and she can thrive and she can, you know, live a life that allows her to be herself, that allows her to grow, that allows her to be fruitful and whatever that looks like for her. I mean, that's why I exist and um, Children's Services of Roxbury is an, is an organization that very much supports that type of living and livelihood for all of the community members, you know, specifically and particularly for black and brown families, but not exclusively. But that is the, the, the foundation. The, the, the organization is largely represented by people of color. 
and we're not embarrassed by that. We don't, we're okay with, with, with sharing that and making sure that's well known, but that doesn't mean that we also don't take fully pride in taking care of the entire community. And those two things can be the same. I think one thing that gets, has been, that has been uh, misconstrued or certainly conflated is that uh, one cannot be uh, fully appreciative and expound upon and love their community and their black or brown skin or their, um, you know, their ethnicity or their racial com- makeup. You know, we can talk about race a whole, and a whole other thing, whether or not race is even a real thing. That's a whole other show for you. But the point being, we can celebrate our color. We can celebrate our, our identities and not be exclusive of others. Um, and, you know, there's a, you know, a large movement, I would say, uh, or education or concentration um, on diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging that's really taking storm across across industry, across uh, regions, national, international, business, nonprofits, all with this idea of taking a, a closer look at the importance of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and belonging as part of a organizational community culture. And I think it's vital. I think it's very important. And again, all all for another show, but it does tie into why Rocks Talks Radio is the format is the is the program that it is because it was the genesis of this platform uh, came after the death of George Floyd, in which the CEO at Children's Services of Roxbury. Uh, Sandra McCroom said, you know, we need to create an, a, a, a dialogue around systemic racism and why it contributes to the things like police brutality and, and you know, in this case, police murder of George Floyd, but also the larger context about how systemic racism pollutes and poisons the entire community uh, and how we can have, again, more movement and conversation and action around changing that. And so, the Rocks Talks webinar series, which happens um, you know, on a monthly basis uh, or a regular basis on, on Facebook, you know, Sandra has regular conversations with community leaders just about that, how to dismantle systemic racism. And we've even included and furthered that mission by, you know, how do we forge one Boston? You know, how do we, you know, go from being a, a community that is um, poisoned by racism or has been certainly historically um, as like many other communities across the world, but how do we channel new energy and channel existing energy? That's about caring for the community and bringing services that actually lift our families and children up. How do we use those efforts as a way to dismantle that poison? That's the, the systemic racism. How do we do that? And how do we bring our community leadership together to have a dialogue around that? So that's, that's where Rocks Talks Radio comes into play because Rocks Talks Radio was a derivative of the Rocks Talks webinar series. And the idea behind Rocks Talks Radio is to have more intimate conversation with those who are part of the CSR mix, the family, the organization as a whole, who are doing the day-to-day work and actually contributing to the dismantling, the, the, the depoisoning of the community. And we want to have those conversations and give them a platform to be able to be highlighted and celebrated in a way that gives them their flowers and gives the organization its flowers while it's still doing the work. 
You're listening to Rocks Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station, with your host, Harry Harding, VP of Innovation and Strategic Partnerships for Children's Services at Roxbury. And when we come back, we're going to wrap up Rocks Talks Radio. And um, I'm going to, again, share a little bit more about my journey uh, and how I got to CSR. But again, stay tuned for more Rocks Talks Radio. This is the Black History Minute brought to you by BNN and WBCALP, honoring the contributions of prominent black figures to the society. Marie Van Britten Brown, home security system inventor. Marie Van Britten Brown, along with her husband Albert, invented the first closed circuit television security system. It is the foundation for video monitoring, remote control door locks, push button alarm triggers instant messaging to security providers, as well as two-way voice communication. For more on Black Excellence, be sure to visit our website at bnnmedia.org and tune in to WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. Welcome back to Rocks Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. Also, Happy Black History Month for those of you who appreciate and celebrate it. Of course, we should never just make it a month. It should be Happy Black History all year round, every year, just like it should be. We should be celebrating the history of all good people and all good histories. But, you know, I would say that this is important just to take our moment and celebrate it and highlight it. So I hope you're appreciating these Black History Minutes as much as I enjoy sharing them with you. But I want to go back and just, again, share a little bit of about myself and about how I got to Children's Services at Roxbury, my journey here. Um, I have been in social services and nonprofit work now for over two decades. Um, I started working as a case manager for a program called Youth Opportunity Boston way back in 2003. Um, I still have many colleagues and friends who are, uh, who are still doing the work, actually 20-something years later, and who were doing the work before me when I started there. And I love, I love that. So shout out to all you. You know who you are. Um, but when I joined um, at that time, I wasn't, necessarily somebody who thought that I would be in social work. I, um, you know, I'd never really considered it as a career. Um, but I actually joined because I went to a youth event. It was a community event held right here in Roxbury. And, um, I had went there, um, a colleague had invited me to come to a talent show and meet some of the, the people who were working at this youth program. And at the time, they were looking for more males, particularly more males of color, to work with young men and young women in the community to be good role models and good mentors. And so I went just as out of curiosity. And long story short, I went to this program, and I was in the, 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 the it was a talent show, like I said. I was in the restroom during one of the intermissions. And um, as I was washing my hands, I'm about to leave. A young man came into the room, and he was kind of frantic. And he's like, uh, excuse me, sir, do you know how to tie a tie? And I said, yeah, sure, started helping him get his tie together. And as I'm doing that, two other young brothers came in, you know, 15 years old. And they're like, oh, you know how to tie a tie? Can you help us too? <laughs> I said, sure. And so, you know, I you know, spent the next five minutes or so helping these young brothers get ready and then went back out into the talent show. And within a few minutes, the you know, the young people were doing their thing on the catwalk. It was like a fashion show portion of the show. And the young men who I had helped in the restroom get ready came out and they were doing their thing. And I'm going to tell you that moment was the reason that I essentially decided to move my career towards social work and then nonprofit work and then youth development, 
because there was a feeling that I got that I still can't explain to this day, but the sense of pride and contribution and, and joy that was shared when seeing these young brothers up there doing their thing and they were just so happy to be on stage and to be, you know, in front of a crowd, in front of the community. And I had a very, very minor, small part in, in that, in that, in that experience. But there was something about that that just felt so pure and so good. And so, you know, I decided to uh, pursue working with that organization at that time, Youth Opportunity Boston. And I found a home and I found a niche that I became really good at. That is the genesis of my story. Um, It's not exactly the genesis of, of how I started at Children's Services of Roxbury. We'll talk about that when we have more time on another show. But that at least will give you a little bit of an indicator or, or, of kind of where I came from and my start uh, in this field um, and where, you know, why I'm passionate about what I do. Um, but I'm, I'm so thankful for the privilege to be in this work and, and to be able to, to do it with an organization like Children's Services of Roxbury. Again, one who's been doing it for 50 years, a long time before I was here, and I'm, I'm sure a long time after I'm gone. So um, I want to just thank you again. Um, this time always flies by, but I hope that you've enjoyed listening to this episode of the Rock, of Rocks Talks Radio without a guest. Uh, my name is Harry Harding. Again, I've been hosting, uh, the, have the privilege of hosting Rocks Talks Radio and also being uh, part of the Children's Services of Roxbury mission. Remember, if you want to find out more about Children's Services of Roxbury, you can always go to the website at www.csrox.org. Again, that's www.csrox.org. Thank you for tuning in to Rocks Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston.